Happy Apocalypse, everyone. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi your thing's a later thing? Yeah. You brought a game? I brought a game. Oh, that's fucking exciting. I love games. I yeah, love when we it's do Settlers games. of Catan. I'm just oh, kidding. Shit. It's not Settlers of Catan. You know, I've never played that game. I have, and I'm still not 100% certain what happened in the game. <laughs> is that like a, is that a church thing? Because I never heard of it until I came it's here. It's a nerd thing. Ah, it's a nerd thing. It's that's a, it, why I didn't know yeah, about it. It's a, and I mean that in the most loving way anyone who plays settlers of Catan that knows me <laughs> i'm not insulting you yeah um but yeah it's a nerd thing <laughs> understood understood welcome to sushi jackknife everybody what we're just getting into the intro like that? we're gonna go we're going fast wow we're going fast and you know why we're going fast why because there there is a horde of angry trolls in my stomach right now and they are stabbing me internally and I'm very uncomfortable. I, I will say, um, I've been here half an hour? Half an hour. And you have um, taken two twosies. Yeah. Two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, twosies being poop. <laughs> uh, Poops. Did we have to? Poops. I didn't want to. Number twos. Don't eat onions from cookout. That's all I'm saying. Don't. Really. If they taste weird, don't keep eating them. <laughs> I don't. I still don't know that onions can do that to a person. I think onions can. I think they can. I mean, if you want to believe that, I can so believe be what I want to believe. I think it could be the pile of garbage that was associated with the onion. <laughs> could be that too. It could also be the fact that I haven't been eating dairy for like a week. And yeah, I had cheese today. Maybe it could. It could be that. What else did you eat today? Uh, I ate toast for breakfast. That had butter on it, though, so that's real butter, so that's dairy. Okay. I had some tomato soup and some crackers, and then I uh, had a hankering for cookout, so I had these little, those little chili dogs things. The dogs, with, they don't have a hot dog on them. Anyway. Wait, there was chili, too? Well, I, I, don't, I asked for them without the chili. It's the most complicated thing ever. I know. So you, I know. you go... <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm such an asshole. You go to cookout. Yes. A place where people are, I'm assuming, making at most $8 an hour. Yeah. And you go, I would like the chili dogs. They call it a cheese dog. Okay. A cheese dog. Yeah. No dog, well, no the, chili. It comes with no dog. The cheese dog has no dog. The, and so the the no chili thing, that's the only step I'm asking. That is a poorly named product. It really is. It should just be called, like, the no dog or something. It, it shouldn't have the word dog in it. At all. There's not a dog involved. Yeah, it should be called... It should be called a junk bun. There you go. A junk bun. I'll have bun. a junk bun. <laughs> Actually, that's not bad. Yeah. I'll have two junk buns. Is that going to be our food truck? Junk buns? Yeah. Yeah. It's a... I'm not putting anything on it, though. I'm just going to throw out buns to people. Artisan uh, free-range buns. non-gmo oh good yeah i'm picturing a field of hot dog buns just running yeah and you with a uh they're free range yeah you with a fishing rod Mm -hmm. boink pole caught i pole caught well i use a net sometimes oh it you catch more with a net net. you can get two or three at a time do you ever just bash them 
though? When you... No, that is not humane. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I catch them in a net, uh-huh. and then I slice them open right down the middle. Ah, uh, humanely. Ah, uh, with a sharp knife, a hot knife. Yeah, yeah, humanely. Yeah, <laughs> while they're alive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you split the buns. Uh-huh. You're a bun splitter. I split buns all day long. Just left and right. Spread them. Mm-hmm. Split them. Just split them right down the middle. Do you fill them? No. Oh. I told you. That's not my job. <laughs> At Junk Buns, you fill your own buns. You I'm know, not in charge of that. Oh, you know what this is like? This is like those... We've talked about this before. I'm still fascinated by it. Those those restaurants where you could get cereal. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Cereality. Yeah. Like it was like a bar of cereal, and you could just go through and get what you wanted. Where's where's the food truck doing that? You know, that's a that would be so easy. Yeah, you park outside of oh my god anything, anything. It doesn't matter. GameStop. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) for the cost of a box of cereal, you can then sell each bowl for like eight bucks. Oh my god, Nathan, it's a great idea. This is this is our future. Okay, bye everybody. We need to take it on Shark Tank is what we need to do. I don't want to go on Shark Tank. You want to hear um, a fun thing I heard today? Not really. So have you ever seen Shark Tank? I know what it is. But you haven't ever seen it? I've seen bits and chunks. So are you familiar with any of the judges on Shark Tank? First off, I'm a loyal Shark Tank. I'm aware. I'm aware. I enjoy the Shark Tank. I No, I've never really watched it, to be honest. It's America at its finest. Mm Mm-hmm. The American dream. These people, they have they have toiled to create a product that they can then sell. American dream right there. What's the American dream then, Justin? What's the American dream, huh? Define it. Go. I don't know anymore. I used to think... That, I'm waiting. I used to think that I knew. I don't know anymore. I mean... As tomorrow is the apocalypse. Right. In the words of Dave Matthews, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow will die. Don't ever quote Dave Matthews on this show. I won't. (laughs) Um, No, the the fun fact involving Shark Tank is Uh perhaps you're familiar with the judge Kevin O'Leary. Nope. Uh, Mr. Wonderful. Sits in the middle. Mr. Wonderful. All the time. He calls himself Mr. Wonderful. That's how he refers to himself? He refers to himself as Mr. Wonderful. That's wrong, yo. He is now running for Prime Minister of Canada. What? Oh, my God. What is the world coming to? In two years, I don't know when their election is. There is a possibility you could have Donald Trump and Kevin O'Leary sitting down to discuss NATO. Oh, my God. Wait, what? (laughs) Exciting. Um, What what station is... uh shark tank on on the american broadcasting company okay i ABC. was gonna say if it was nbc then like nbc is having some weird play no, to ABC. take over north america Mm-mm. i wonder okay i wonder who fox could tap to try to take <sighs> over a country <laughs> i don't know what reality shows are on any channel homer simpson i don't the if only... homer simpson had run, uh, run in this election oh yeah five percent at least he, he at least gets five. He could have beat be Gary Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> Jill Stein would be looking at Homer Simpson, going, "How do I get those poll numbers?" Ah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
So tomorrow is the apocalypse. We're recording this uh, on the 19th, the day before the inauguration. And uh, tomorrow, Satan, Beelzebub, excuse me, yeah, rises to the podium. Yeah, he's not Satan. He's not outright Satan. No, he is. He's a minion of Satan. Beelzebub. Yeah, is that that's who Beelzebub is, yes. right? He's a look it up. A, uh, I I don't know what the exact. I feel title like he's is. a minion. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, he's a demon. Yeah. Let's find out though, just to, you know, educate ourselves about demonology here. In the words of Hole, um, something, 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 demonology, yeah, is a name of a demon. That's all you got? I mean, there's a whole Wikipedia page. Well, don't hold out. He's, he's a demon. Uh, it's another name for the devil in Christian and biblical sources. Okay. But in Christian demonology... Uh-huh. How do you study Christian demonology? Dude, how do you not? That sounds incredibly <laughs> hypothetical about every... Like, there's... <laughs> I don't I don't recall anywhere in any scripture them specifically laying out demons and the demons' duties. I think it's like a thing that happened post, <laughs> right? Like, uh, I mean, I assume Because, so. like, the orders of angels aren't in there either, you know? But that's yeah. a thing. It's a... I, I'm not Catholic, but I got a feeling it might be a Catholic thing, you know? Uh, he's one of the seven princes of hell. Hell has seven, seven princes? Seven princes of hell. Wow. One's Putin. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's he's fun. in the cold part. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, he he's in charge of Russia. That is technically hell. It's kind of <laughs> hell on earth. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. This Speaking of, of Putin... I was listening to, are you familiar with the NPR program On Point? Yes, I'm familiar that it exists. With Tom Ashbrook? Don't worry, it's going away soon. (laughs) Let's hope not. It's getting Um, defunded. Oh, it's okay. The people will rise. Um, (laughs) I, they, you know, it's a call-in show, so people can, they, they discuss issues with experts. Usually they pick people on opposite sides of things. They do a good job of that. Sane people on opposite sides of things people who can have a real discussion right back and forth and That's say you know i really res- fun though <laughs> don't you it's funner than you think don't you want to show where it's more like alex jones and lena dunham debating something <laughs> now i would like to see i that. would watch that <laughs> if they could do a whole season of that on some station i'd watch every episode what do you call that show twice. you couldn't call it girls <laughs> Um, <laughs> everyone's worst nightmare. <laughs> this is bad for the both of us. Lizard people. <laughs> um. So I'm listening to On Point. They're talking about you know the collusion with Russia and all that. And this woman from like I don't know somewhere in the Midwest calls in. I'm gonna say Missouri, but I'm probably wrong. And she proposes the idea that Russian society is more free than our society. Now, that, to me, is an indefensible position. They kill people. They put tapes of people having sex on television because they want to uh, discredit and, you know, defame them. How can you possibly say that? You know what I mean? I don't... I mean, regardless of those things, Uh I still don't think you could... (laughs) Regardless of those things. There's no... There's no I don't way. know that anyone's ever talked about Russia and gone, you know what's great there? 
the freedom. The I freedom. can do pretty much anything right. I want. Right. They never, you know, try to <laughs> trample on my rights. They don't put the giant thumb down on anyone all the time. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but they I, have those uh, really dope furry hats. You know, they used to. Not so much anymore. Maybe that's the problem. Could be. Could be. Maybe that's what Trump needs to do. Go over, <laughs> say, hey, I got a great idea. First off, let's go get a couple whores. They can pee on each other. It'll be fun. Yep. While that's happening, <laughs> we're going to discuss my hat plan. How many golden showers do you think are going to take place in the White House? He's not going to live there. He's just going to use, like, the Lincoln bedroom. I don't think there will be any golden showers taking place. Mm. However, I do think there's a 95% chance the shower in the White House that he would use is then painted gold. <laughs> 95% chance. I mean, who was it? Was it, like, I want to say it was, like, Truman, who had, they They all have their plumbing preferences. Right. You know, Grover Cleveland was a big guy. He had a big bathtub. Tubby had to have a special tub. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say Truman or somebody like asked for like fifty degree water, you know, cold. That sounds like Truman. cold water to shoot out at him from all directions at very high pressure. <laughs> so from the moment this man wakes what? up, wait, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he wanted jets coming at him. Hope, hopefully I'm misremembering this. Showers are too pleasant. Yeah, exactly. How can we turn this into water torture? We're going to get those Japanese. <laughs> that, that's probably why he chose to oh drop the nuke. Right? He was driven to madness by his shower preferences. <laughs> um, I Well, you know, Trump might get a golden shower in there, or he might just get a shower that is uh, that flows with urine. I... I'm just imagining the next president having to go into the White House, uh-huh. walking in, because the president is allowed to decorate their quarters, Yes, however. Right. Just walking in to, like, huge pillars everywhere <laughs> and gold drapes. Uh-huh. The carpet is just red. Everything is red and gold and... <laughs> They're they're having to figure out how to redecorate over some sort of ancient Roman yes. living quarters. Yes, <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. The other thing that I think might happen tomorrow, as he uh, as he is sworn in, he might come out in one of those fuzzy Russian hats and a big thick coat. I hope so. And give some sort of secret sign to <laughs> Moscow. I I think it would be funny if after this whole time denying it, he did come out. Do that, take a couple shots of vodka. <laughs> yes. They, they ask, like they give him the oath asking, right. do you blah, blah, blah. Da! Da! Da, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this is from Business Insider, apparently LBJ demanded that his White House shower be fitted with strange nozzles. Um, let's see. A couple of days after... Johnson and his wife moved into the White House. The 36th president called a meeting with Chief Usher J.B. West. He wanted to talk about plumbing. Of course. Uh, He wanted to talk specifically about the shower. He said, Mr. West, if you can't get that shower of mine fixed, I'm going to have to move back to the Elms. Okay. He preferred he prefer his preferred shower in the Elms mansion had several nozzles that shot out water with needle-like intensity. 
and had water pressure the equivalent of a fire hose. One nozzle was positioned to shoot up the president's rear, while another was aimed directly at his penis. This is what it's... You know... Wait, 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 wait. He nicknamed that showerhead sprayer Jumbo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wasn't on board with this. Yeah. But (laughs) knowing the placement of all the jets, it actually seems like a very efficient way to clean yourself. I mean... Those two things do need to get cleaned. Did he Did he need to move in the shower? It no. It d- doesn't seem like it. Nope. <laughs> he just had to step in and get rocketed. And then um, along it's- along with the aggressive shower heads, he requested a switch so he could flip either hot or cold water. So he wanted little blips of cold, I guess. Holy shit. What? Why? Why do any of this? Who knows? Oh, and apparently Penthouse, This I just searched presidential shower preferences. Penthouse has... I don't... Do, wait a second. Do uh, we want to... No, no, no. I just, it's, it's, it's They fine. have a letter published. Penthouse has offered a million dollars for uh-huh. the alleged Donald Trump golden shower tape. Well, that's not even close to enough there. <laughs> You're going to have to offer way more than a million dollars. Exactly. exactly. It, it would be great if Putin was like, wait, how much? <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I'd love a million dollars. That's like w- a gajillion. <laughs> what do they have? Rubles? Yeah. They they trade snow. <laughs> <laughs> they have the same kind of like jewels you would get in Zelda. Yeah. It's just like they pop out of a bush <laughs> and they're worth nothing. <laughs> oh, Russia. <laughs> Apparently, President Obama had some uh, showerhead preferences too. What? He, uh, Wait, let me guess. Yeah, yeah. Obama would want one of those overhead showers. Uh huh. That it's like it's raining on you. Uh huh. I don't know what that's. Ex- uh, it's a rain showerhead. That's exactly what he wanted. Yeah. He wanted a rain showerhead. That's that's the extent of this article, by the way. It is all. It's 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 one actual paragraph and two sentences looking like they're paragraphs but they're not that's well, a very short article i'd, I'd like to speculate <laughs> that uh george w bush yes uh didn't care because he only took bubble baths <laughs> so that wasn't really an issue for him well and yeah. when i say bubble baths i mean the bubblegum scented bubble bath not the <laughs> not lilac you know, he didn't light a candle or anything. <laughs> right. He had a toy <laughs> boat in the bathtub with him. Had a good time. Footy pajamas. No, after. Yeah. Not in the tub. No, no, of course Laura's not. Laura's not going to let that happen. <laughs> also in this scenario, Laura dresses her husband. Yeah, so that's right. He couldn't quite figure out the snaps. <laughs> well, the nice thing about uh, W. Bush not wanting anything special in his shower besides bubble bath that meant they could divert all that money that had been earmarked to Cheney's cryo chamber. Right. Yeah. That he had to hang for, hang inside of nightly. He he was <laughs> actually in there 20 hours a day. <laughs> How know? is that guy still alive? Oh, God. <laughs> Him and Keith Richards, man. Do you Dick, think they talk? Dick Cheney and Keith Richards? Yeah. 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 They have a weekly golf outing. <laughs> 
They get their blood changed. Yeah. They go play golf. They they go feast on the blood of the innocent. That's right. And then go on their merry little way. Yeah. I I heard a thing on the radio the other day. They were, um, and this is very morbid. Yeah. Trying to guess what celebrities would die. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In 2017. Oh. And everyone is in agreement, and I agree with them. Okay. That Keith Richards never gonna die. Never gonna die. He's Keith never... Richards has done every drug. Every drug. Piles of every drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a time, like yeah. at one time, he has done piles in a sitting. Yeah, yeah. And the closest he ever came to dying was when he fell out of a coconut tree. <laughs> when he was like, what, like 60-something? Yeah. yeah. He, he climbed into a coconut tree and fell out. Drugs? Nah. Not a big deal. No. So, I mean, he's never going to die unless he finds a slightly taller coconut tree. <laughs> his body is and impervious then, to Then drugs. all bets are off. All bets are off. All bets are off. Coconuts are his kryptonite. <laughs> yeah dink we did it well that's maybe the most exciting thing about tomorrow's three doors down performance uh-huh um uh, toby keith already performed ugh. i'm really sad i missed it yeah yeah you know toby keith is one of those singers that i know who he is but i legitimately gun to my head couldn't name one thing he's ever done i couldn't either really no I couldn't either. I could point him out in a crowd. Yeah. But I couldn't. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it I I would recognize his face before I recognized yeah. a Toby Keith song. It, exactly. It's weird. It is weird. I'm pretty sure he had a song called America Fuck Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. That's probably what he's what he sang Singing tonight. <laughs> it was yeah. like an hour long set, just that over and over, <laughs> followed by a half hour set of Lee Greenwood singing Proud to be an American. Yeah. All part of the programming, man. All part of the programming. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the radio, yeah. <clears throat> I had the most, you know how you have those driveway moments with NPR? I don't. You know, where you just, you get stuck on a story and you I can, can't get out I of the car. I can legitimately tell you I have no idea what you're talking about. You never had a driveway moment? With NPR, no. Yeah. Where you're just halfway through a story and you stay in your car and you're in your driveway just to finish the story. Is that like how when I'm listening to NPR and mm -hmm. I pull into my driveway, I immediately turn the car off <laughs> and don't care about what they were talking about? Um, no, it's the opposite oh, okay. of that. You okay, stay... then, no, no, I've oh, never had okay, that. Okay. Do you run? Like you turn your car yeah. off and you just bolt I down. sprint away from NPR. <laughs> so I was having a driveway moment. Actually, it was a, a, a parking, work parking lot moment before okay. I went in. The story came on about the, the trademark office. You would not think this would be interesting, right? Did you hear this story? No, why okay. would I have heard this story? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> the, the, the U.S. trademark office, right? The people who trademark logos like McDonald's yeah. and um, Coca-Cola, etc. Do the trademark. They do the trademarking. The little TM, that's them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that trademarked? Yeah. Is the TM trademarked? TM. Trademark is trademarked? Yeah. Oh, this is a whole... C is copyrighted. Oh, shit. R is restricted. Restricted or registered? Restricted. I don't know. I don't care. Okay, all right. I'm not going Fine. to steal any anyway. of the logos anyway. Uh, apparently, there's a law on the books that says the, the trademark office cannot approve um, a name or, or a logo that has, like, you know, obviously sort of racist... Or, you know, just outright bad 
implications, right? Okay. Um, and there's this band, This these, these guys brought this issue up, there's this band of, of Asian Americans called the Slants. And you know there's a, um, you know, a racial slur about Asian people. I don't. I don't understand. I'm not going to say it. You know what it is. Um, but these guys are trying to reclaim that term, and, you know, so they named their band that, and they want to get that trademarked because that will enable them to be taken more seriously by the label. Okay. Long story short, this gave a great opportunity to hear several words on NPR you wouldn't normally hear, <laughs> such as Nina Totenberg, the lady who always reports on the, on the Supreme Court saying uh what nwa stands for you know all the way through what does it stand for uh niggas with attitude i'm sorry what you heard me (laughs) 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 um she said what did i think she said um no they skirted around they skirted around the p word you know vagina well, they've. I've heard them. Say they that have before. said it. Oh yeah, they have said that. The great one though, <laughs> there was a guy they were interviewing for this story. He's like, yeah, yeah. This is like the same reason you can't trademark something like America or capitalism sucks donkey balls. <laughs> and I heard them say donkey balls on NPR. It was a great moment. What? It's a great. So moment. I can't copyright that. You can't. Or I co- trademark. You that. can't trademark capitalism sucks donkey balls. Is it just because of the capitalism part, or can I not? I think it's the capitalism part. I, I think can you can trademark donkey else. balls, yeah. <laughs> and then we could go on NPR and talk about how we yeah. heard their story, yeah, and copyrighted donkey balls, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to uh, trademark the trademark office story on NPR sucks donkey balls. <laughs> there you go. It's or a, you could just say, there's not a lot of situations where that would come into play. <laughs> what if we but, did trademarks suck donkey balls? I'm for it. Yeah, we could do that. Well, let's see what this takes. What does this take? U.S. Trademark oh, Office. We're going to get, that's going to get us into the weeds. Gang, yeah. yeah. Looking up the trademark looking office? Looking up the trademark office, yeah. yeah. It's going to get us in the well, weeds. Well, I mean, people really love listening to you look <laughs> things up on your phone. They do. While, uh, while you look that up. How about we play my game? Let's play your game. Feel free to look it up oh, while you play. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep looking. Um, so, perhaps you're familiar with um, a little place I like to call Florida. Mm. Fluoride. Yeah, Florida. Oh yes, yes. Uh, it's the um, phallic state down south that dangles. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if anyone has ever noticed this, but every single bizarre news story you hear comes out of Florida. This is true. Every, like, I would say it's a 50% chance if you see a story that makes you scratch your head, it comes out of Florida. So, I've collected a few headlines here. I want you to tell me. Okay. Whether this is a Florida headline okay. or not a Florida headline. Okay, so it could be any other state. Before I trash Florida, I do want to point out one of the many good points of Florida just to make up for it. Okay. Um, Can I tell you? I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. It, this went faster than I thought. I just, on the U.S. copyright website, I just searched donkey balls. And capitalism sucks donkey balls is registered. I guess I misunderstood that. Um, in fact, it's registered twice. And then there's something called the Donkey Ball Store. 
donkey balls in the plural store, just donkey balls. Um, the original donkey balls juniors by Leica, uh, Kawiki Kona donkey balls, Diamond K Donkey Ball Company. How do we land on donkeys, by the way? I don't know. Who cares about the donkeys? What's so offensive about donkey testicles? Just saying. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, On so, with the game. Uh, to make up for all of the bad things I'm about to point out about Florida, okay. I will point out one nice thing. Uh, Niceville, Florida. Niceville? Yes, is home to the famous Boggy Bayou Mullet Festival, celebrated the third weekend <laughs> in every October. When? Every uh, the third weekend, every October. Oh, we have to go. Oh, I and I'm not going to. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So the this game. Okay, I'm ready. You have to tell me, and they're not all from Florida. Okay. Whether it is or is not a headline from the state of Florida. I'm so ready. <clears throat> <clears throat> Ho down. Staff chased man who robbed diner with garden tool, cops say. Wait, hoedown colon? Yeah. Hoedown colon. Give me it to me again. Um, Hoedown. Staff chased man who robbed diner with garden tools, cops say. Let me give you a little bit of the story here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Using a garden hoe and with a pink sweatshirt, (laughs) a pink sweatshirt tied around his face, what? Robert Paul Pryor swiped the, we'll, we'll leave the name out, Grill's cash register. Okay. So, dude walks into a cafe with a pink sweatshirt tied around his face, <laughs> uh, brandishing a gardening hoe. Uh-huh. Is this, <laughs> or is this not, from the state of Florida? That's a Florida story. You are correct. Yeah. That is uh that, <laughs> Yeah. That is a Florida story. And in case you were curious, this is <laughs> Oh, he's a creepy guy. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, he's got a really big forehead and small yeah. eyes. So officers caught up with him just blocks away after the restaurant's owner got wiped out on his moped chasing him. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So one for one. One for one. What do I get if I win? How do I win? There's no winning. I mean, I'll decide if you win. Okay. All right. Man dressed as Waldo from Where is Waldo okay. taunts police searching for him. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something that would happen in Portland. Yeah. Is that the whole headline? That's the whole headline. This is not Florida. Um. No, this is North Yorkshire, uh, UK. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he he was wanted by police for not showing up to court, so <laughs> so he decided to poke fun at the police's expense by dressing up as Waldo <laughs> and uh, posting where he was at on Facebook. <laughs> You know, I knew it wasn't Florida because that took a lot of effort. That's true. You no know, one and, in Florida. And Florida's more of a pink sweatshirt on the head. <laughs> you know, grab whatever you've got around. Right, right. Crime state. Um, let's see here. Where are you finding these? From the internet. Well, what what corner of the internet? I mean, you know, I did my research. Don't worry. Okay, about all right, all right. Art thief 
drove stolen car to seek pardon from wrong attorney general, police say. Okay. That's Florida. <laughs> um, this one this one is 50-50. 50-50? Yeah. So it started in Miami. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he was arrested in Virginia. Oh, my God. Because he... <laughs> He, he drove to ask for a presidential pardon. <laughs> he was going to he D.C.? He drove a stolen car, yeah, <laughs> to ask for a presidential pardon. Uh, um, okay. Um, marathon runner okay. gets lost, goes missing for 12 hours. Sounds like California or something. I don't think that's Florida. You don't think it's Florida? I don't think that's Florida. I've got bad news for you. Melissa Kitcher (laughs) had full intentions of completing her first half marathon Sunday, but safe to say she pictured it ending a little bit differently. (laughs) She she was running and went missing. Twelve hours later, they (laughs) they uh, they found her. Where was it? Seven miles off course. (laughs) Oh my god. She runs like I drive. So, Holy so, shit. Uh, you and, and Melissa. Me and Melissa. Have something in common. We're, we would be perfect together. Uh, okay. And she's well, from Florida? Yeah. yeah. So that's three, uh, three... Three out of four. Three out of four. We'll okay. do one more. Okay. How's one more? I'll do many more. <clears throat> Woman forced to give up home and job mm. to live in a shed as she's allergic to Wi-Fi. What? <laughs> what? Um, yes, Florida. Uh I I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Damn it. This is yet another United Kingdom. <laughs> oh my, how are you allergic story. to Wi-Fi? Uh she this woman Rachel Hanks, Rachel Hanks, okay. Uh claims to suffer from electromagnetic hypersensitivity. Oh. So she <laughs> She's living in a shed out in the middle of nowhere, so the Wi-Fi can't get her. Well, that is... I've got two more. I'll save them for later. You know, that's that's not even... Fu- that's sad. That's sad. It's a sad story. If it's true, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> well, but she thinks it's real, so that's enough to yeah. make her life bad. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, all these people's lives are bad. Oh, you're assuming? Three out of five of them were in Florida. <laughs> The Waldo guy, his life sounds okay. He he's, wasn't in Florida. He's pretty clever, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was in the UK. Exactly. So we'll we'll come back to the other two okay. later. We'll, we'll circle around. <laughs> oh my God, man. Is there is there more of a nightmare of a place in the United States than just the entire state of Florida? I mean... You've got a few other places to choose from, to be honest. I don't know where people listen from, though. I don't really want to go there. I want to go there. (laughs) They know if their state's garbage. I mean, I'm from... No one from Florida is sitting in their state going, you know, it's pretty great. Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Tallahassee. But the jewel of our state, the jewel of our state's Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Ugh. I don't. The, the, I don't ahead. even know if I, if I was given a map of Florida, 
Yeah. If I could point out where Jacksonville is at. It's in the middle. It's so it's the, not even by the coast? No, it's in the worst part. <laughs> yeah. Miami, why, I think, would be fun. Why do they have why do they have an NFL team in Jacksonville then? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It it would be a real bummer if you're an NFL like you're a college player getting drafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm gonna get to go to Florida. And then you get drafted, and it's not by the Dolphins. No. It's by Jacksonville. The Jacksonville, what are they? Jaguars. That's right. They're not good, and also they're in the middle of Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Two strikes against them. Oh. Yeah, I I haven't been down. We went to Destin when I was a kid on a trip. I've been there. Yeah. It was... It's beachy. Yeah. Yeah. It was swampy. Yeah, swampy, beachy. It was really hot. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Beaches aren't aren't for me. I don't love going to the beach either. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't until right now. Okay. When everyone else found out. Do you want to take a vacation together at like a ski lodge and not ski? Like just hang? That's what I'd like to do. You know, you could just do that here. Like, no, but it's not as quaint, you know? Like, I want someone to bring me drinks, you know? Well... I want to read books in my you, flannel pajamas. You want it quaint, but you also want a server. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want a quaint, They're not going to talk to me. You want a quaint place with a servant. Okay. And other people. I mean, I want to have conversations like a 19th century English novel, you know? That sounds awful. I want to talk to people. That's not, awful. I want to talk to people when I want to talk to people. If anyone tries to talk to me in my quaint <laughs> ski lodge, yeah. quick jab to the throat. <laughs> Are we going together then? Are we going to the ski lodge? I don't know. That seems like a whole thing. We could get a room of our own. Like, we can each have a room of our yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't. But who knows who we'll meet? We could go, we could meet Mrs. Baxter. Yeah. That's a potential. But you could also meet, like, Colonel Mustard. I'd be okay meeting Colonel Mustard. I When I want to be done with Colonel Mustard, I go to my, my, uh, yeah, my he room. Murdles, he murders you with a candlestick. Nah. Not Colonel Mustard. In the conservatory. I'm looking at all the clues. There's no way he did it. Always Colonel Mustard. He couldn't do it. And it's usually uh, Plum. It's yeah. not Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Polythene Pam. <laughs> do you feel like the Beatles finished the last half of that record based off of the game Clue? The last half of Abbey Road, you know? It could be. Mean Mr. Mustard. Yeah. Polythene Pam. Yeah. Uh, someone else. There you go. Yeah. It's very possible. It could be. Um, we we derailed really quickly. We've here. been derailing. Yeah, it's been a derailment evening. Anyway, so uh, the world's ending tomorrow. To return to it, yeah, the world is ending tomorrow. What are you going to do with your last few hours? I mean, you know, I'm probably going to down some more brandy and reminisce on the, my life. What a way to go. Yeah. You want to do something cool? <laughs> what? This seems like the lead up to like, let's put a bottle rocket in our butt and light it and see what happens. <laughs> I mean, option two. <laughs> <laughs> we could go graffiti some stuff. That would be fun. Oh, I I don't know. I watched that documentary, um, Exit Through the Gift Shop. The Banksy thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's for me. Yeah? They put in a lot of effort to do that stuff. They do. They do. They're like climbing up buildings. There's 
there's all sorts of ladders involved and stencils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they gotta get stencils. It's oh. not like you just go paint shit. You don't just go paint shit. It does not seem fun. No, no, no. <laughs> well, whatever happens tomorrow, it's nice to know that NASA is preparing for uh, Mars by opening another biodome. Well, this time in Hawaii. That didn't work well the last time. Well, Have they corrected things this are time? You, are you referring to the the film where we saw it? No, the actual biodome. Oh, the actual biodome. What happened the last time? It didn't. It didn't work. I remember this And then vaguely. they turned it into a mall in Arizona, I believe. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why didn't it work? I don't, did I the don't people remember. Did the people start starving or something? Something like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me read you this. Oh, this was, this was today. So, by this point, by the time we're reading this, six people will have entered a biodome on a volcano in Hawaii that will be their home for the next eight months simulating a future mission to mars this is the fifth time we've done this um fifth such experiment by the university of hawaii and funded by nasa this is on uh mauna loa uh the latest mission on mauna loa which ended in august of 2016 lasted a full year so the last time they did it okay that you know probably not the last time we were aware of but the last time they actually did it was successful for a year um which is exactly how long you want people to survive on Mars. Yeah. Exactly one year. Well, I think we're going to, yeah. Celebrate the anniversary by dying. Right. This is known as the Hawaii Space Exploration Analog and Simulation, or, get this, get this acronym, High Seas. Oh. Yeah. 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 You know someone was proud of that when oh, that yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. The goal of High Seas <laughs> is to test what it would be like for people to live on Mars and what the project designers call team performance and cohesion, or how a group of strangers might handle being stuck together for months on end. <laughs> um, as a little tidbit to throw in there, the yeah. Arizona biodome failed partly because of uh, squabbling among the resident scientists. That's So the answer is, not well. <laughs> it doesn't work well. Did they get so pissed off at each other that they ended the thing? Uh, it that was it? that, and then things were dying, and also they didn't have oxygen. Oh, no. <laughs> it started to melt down. Yeah. Yeah. Which may actually explain why they were a little bit, you know, a little bit upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a little bit pissy if my air went away. <laughs> um, it could be a long trip to Mars, despite recent bold assurances of faster rocket ships or a long stay on the Martian surface, a summary of the mission states. In either case, astronaut crews far from Earth will rely on a social on a social resilience and team cohesion previously previously untested in deep space the new crew is made up of two women and four men come on come on Don't they just seem like they're building in competition there it's you it's know what you gotta do you gotta have four and four i think you gotta no. have equal or three and three whatever overrated <laughs> five american engineers engineers and scientists and one British researcher. There's always one. Always one. If if this were a movie, yeah. the British researcher would be the one who stands off to the side uh, warning them that whatever is about to happen, like whatever they're about to do is going to cause some sort of catastrophe. Every single time that's it's what would happen. It's not going to go well. Oh, don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, at least it's not Polly Shore. Um, actually they really 
what they should do is they should put Stephen Baldwin and Polly Shore <laughs> in the biodome first. And then if they start running out of oxygen and food, it's like, eh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, no big loss. No big, exactly. Um, these people were chosen from a pool of astronaut-like candidates. Like previous missions, the crew's assignment is primarily behavioral. The team is trying to figure out how to handle social interactions and psychological burdens associated with being isolated with a small group of people. Unlike previous missions, the ability of crew members to make decisions on their own without direction from quote-unquote Earth yeah, yeah, will vary over the course of the eight months they spend living in the Dome. They hope to study how different amounts of control of their daily schedule and planning of crew involvement and mission tasks affect group cohesion, according to the mission summary. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is this is advice from someone who lived through this. This is... Uh, uh, Polly Shore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> German physicist Chris, Christian Hein Heineke. Yeah. Heineke, yeah. Uh, she said, bring something to work on, something meaningful to work on. One of your biggest enemies is boredom. And Stephen Baldwin. So her biggest advice was have a hobby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whittle. Yeah. You know. You know, I watched I watched The Martian. Yeah. And they did not have an issue with group cohesion. No. It was more of an issue with, like, you know, Mars destroying the structure and th- them leaving Matt Damon <laughs> and him having to figure out how to make food. That's what they should do. They need to practice for that situation. Well, if you accidentally lift off leaving one of your crew members to die on Mars. Yeah. That would be it. So there, you put someone in there by themselves. Yeah, like they're there for the first day, and they and have they to leave? be there for like three years. Oh God. Yeah, I, I think it was like two or three years in that movie. I think they out now die in that scenario, don't you? I think they just die. Did you watch the movie? Well, I know Matt Damon didn't die. Well, of course he didn't die. He's Matt Damon. If then you put send if, Matt Damon if, to if, Mars, if they put you on Mars, you die. Yeah, I'm not Matt Damon. I'm not going to <laughs> Mars. Um. <clears throat> The other big enemies, of course, are the rest of the crew, she said, laughing hysterically in a video posted to Twitter. They're out to get you. <laughs> They're all out to get you. As for what she learned about how to cope with living and working with the same five people all the time, she said emergencies play a surprising role in helping people get along. At one point, the system for gathering and treating water broke. To simulate life on Mars, the team received water and food only every two to four months, respectively. Obviously, we need water, so we all needed to do. We all needed to work on that as a group. She recalled, "If you had some arguments within the group, it really helps to have an emergency to work on together because everyone has new motivation, like survival." Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a good motivation. Yeah. That's what uh, motivated Matt Damon. Survival. Survival. Yeah. So yeah. he was motivated by the idea of persisting. So, two more here. Okay. Back to the Florida thing. Yeah, Florida. Okay. Officers. Man called 911 to report unsecured home. Robbed home after cops left. <laughs> Let me... I'll go through the story for you real quick. All right. After breaking into a home for staging purposes... Yes. Jeffrey Allen Dove called 911... Staging? As a, that's what it, it says, says here. Okay, all right. 
uh, as a concerned citizen to report a possible burglary because he noted a Summerfield home, there's a, a hint for you, Yeah, was unsecured, deputies said. Then, after deputies left the scene, and knowing the homeowner was in the hospital and wouldn't be back anytime soon, Dove re-entered the home and stole $1,400 worth of stuff. Oh, snap. Luckily for officers, a neighbor had a surveillance camera. Oh. So they caught him with the $1,400. That's Florida. Yeah. That is definitely Florida. That's definitely Florida. So, yeah. I mean, you, you, I'm doing all right. you're over 50%. Four out of six, right? Yeah, four out of six. Yeah. Even if you missed this last one, you're good. The pressure's on. Artistic Bear hibernates through first official what? gallery show. What? What? Artistic Bear. Uh-huh. Autistic Bear. Autistic? Artistic. Artistic. Bear hibernates through first official gallery show. Wait, wait. Unpack this for me. There is a bear. Uh-huh. He's an artist. Oh. He has a gallery show. He's hibernating. <laughs> um. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he, some of his works sell for as much as $4,281, which is a very specific amount yes, for them to is. say as much as. Yes, it is. No more, no less. <laughs> Where does that money go? to the bear it's got to go to like conservation or something no the bear there it has to be like montana or something it's not florida i don't think there's hibernation in bears in florida oh surely there is they can't possibly eat year round well i'm just saying like um it's not florida okay i will give you a bonus point if you can guess where this is (sighs) montana is that your official guess? That's my... F- Colorado. Is that your official guess? Yeah. Yeah. You're so wrong. Oh. Uh, Finland. Oh, uh, you didn't tell... Come on! Two of the stories have been in the UK. Okay, fine. You know it's right. not domestic. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Five out of seven. Yeah, these, uh, this, this organization has a bear that paints. You know, those are the kind of problems they deal with in Scandinavia. Yeah. It's a glorious country. It's yeah. Finland is fantastic. Fantastic. You never hear a story in Finland. I mean, even their weird news is happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You never hear a story yeah. that you're like, ugh, <laughs> Finland's disgusting. You know, uh, I heard that they they had this traditional beer. I think it's Finland that they brew in trees. Right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Use the tree. I would love to try that. The artistic bear is probably hibernating nearby. Painting beer trees. And All of his paintings were actually uh, beer trees. Yeah, but a lot of them were just like paw prints. I mean, I'm not ruling out the idea that an animal could be an art an artistic. I'm not ruling that. I out. don't know. Look at that. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, man. Oh my god! And the bear picks the colors and stuff. I, the bear does the paw thing wow yeah i mean i know you guys can't see this but there's a lot of colors there's a lot of colors and also a guy in a blazer and the i gotta be honest here nathan the bear paw prints yeah they look like cartoon bear paw prints they don't look like real bear like i picture like more claw action going on there no that's it that is odd man so uh well yeah so the uh, the brown bear named Jusso 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 is quite the artist. Well, he is. Uh, he uses his body, especially his paws, as paintbrushes. 
That is cool. Yeah. So uh, maybe get yourself a talented bear. You can be rich. That's something to take on Shark Tank. Is, oh, my God. Is and that... then the future Canadian prime minister can go into business with you. It'll be great. But you can collude together? Yeah. 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 So if Russian hacked our elections yeah. and, and put in place their own demagogue, yeah. who hacks Canada's elections and puts him in place? I mean, it can't be anyone as as important as Russia. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I mean, does the Ukraine try to hack? They probably Canada? would if they weren't occupied by Russia right now. That's true. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to put that on the Ukraine. Italy. Yeah. It, Italy yeah. tries. To. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these years, Italians have been chomping at the bit to get into Canada. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. why? The they hate the French. That's true. They do and hate the French. There's a lot of French people there. That poutine makes them mad. <laughs> They've got a refined palate. <laughs> Hashtag Vladimir Poutine. Just saying, uh, we have to make that a thing. They don't uh, don't try to feed an Italian person poutine. They'll spit in your face. Very upset. They much prefer like you know potatoes with uh, marinara on them. Yeah, marinara potatoes. Yeah. That sounds like a dish. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like what was inside my stomach tonight. I'm pretty sure I've seen started. that on Top Chef. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Marinara taters. <laughs> it's uh, it's not even actual potatoes. It's just tater tots that they pour marinara <laughs> over the top. Make of. it into a casserole. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you seen these people that do the, the epic mealtime thing? Yes. Holy shit. I watched. Well, I I don't watch it because it's disgusting. It's it. It's disgusting. You want to watch it, but at the same time, it's wildly upsetting oh, the whole time. Oh my god, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Did you see the one where they made a lasagna out of fast food? Yeah. Food. Oh yeah. Oh, that was horrible. What went into that? It like, twenty four Big Macs or something, something like that, and like forty five Baconators. It and, was all very oh, bad. God, and they put it in one of those really deep industrial you feel, pans you know you feel your arteries clogging i just can't as you watch it yeah and it to me the thing is the thing that's so great and they've been very successful obviously and, yes. and, and good for them but the thing that's so it it's physically disgusting but it's also just such a symbol of like how shitty we are you know what i mean it's like this is what we choose to do with our time, you know what I mean, and resources. Yeah. You know, like, that... I, I did uh, the first time I was watching it. Um, I believe the first time I watched it was the lasagna one. Oh, it was? Okay. Um, my first thought was about, you know, like when you were a kid yeah, and you didn't want to finish your food. Yeah. And your parents said there are starving children in Africa yes, or wherever. Yes. Which really ties into nothing about your food, but <laughs> they still use that as an excuse. Of course, of course. <laughs> My first thought, and it's terrible, was, um, and I also have this when I watch a cooking show, showing that to a kid from the middle of Africa... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and oh. just going, this is what we do with food. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> Have a great life. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's just such like, 
it just represents everything that's like wrong Master with, with our culture. They, they make a dish, and the chef, Gordon Ramsay, whoever else is judging, yeah. takes one bite and goes, that's really good. And that's that's their entire involvement with the food is one bite. They make a whole dish. <laughs> they make a whole dish. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and uh, the the kid oh is God. just sitting there going, I want I want rice, please. It'd just be great beans, if anything. I could. Yeah. Literally, just anything. Anything. I don't. Can I lick the ground over where they were cooking? There might be food there. Oh my God. I need it. <laughs> It's true, though, dude. It's really true. It's uh, the world is in uh, is in such a, a wacky place. Yeah. In anticipation of tomorrow, I wanted to read you guys. This is a quick, quick, serious moment. This is not a sad Justin moment. Um, I wanted to read you guys a passage from the Dowdy Ching, which I've been reading a lot lately, and it's been very helpful. Stop rolling your eyes. I didn't roll my eyes. You did. You internally rolled them. Internally, they were Internally, rolling. yeah. Internally, they're still rolling. I, I think you're going to like this, though. Have you ever read this book? Do you know what this is? No. Okay. This is uh, the Daddy Ching. is written by a guy named Lao Tzu, right? Who... Um, Lao Tzu? <laughs> Lao Tzu. Loud Lao Tzu. Tzu. Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. She was... Yeah. So... Right. When you're reading this... Everyone should just imagine a woman shouting every uh, word of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Lao Tzu. Yeah. Who was uh, who was a uh, you know a teacher a uh-huh. uh, you know kind of a uh, basically he was leaving a province. He decided to leave this particular province, and a guard at the border asked him to write down uh, all the wisdom that he that he had accumulated. So Lao Tzu is a boy named Sue. Very good, Nathan. I'm just yeah. connecting dots. A boy here. named Lao Tzu. Okay. Yeah. So, what the Dao Ching is 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 kind of a manual on on living, right? A little bit. And this is this is ancient stuff, and it's crazy how well it applies. I've got the translation by a guy named Stephen Mitchell here, which is I think is really really great. This is the last. <clears throat> it's sort of like poems. There, there's 81 of them. They're just these little. They're not poems, but they're just these little. Um, these little statements, okay? <clears throat> true words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need to prove their point aren't wise. The master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. The more he gives to others, the wealthier he is. The Tao nourishes by not forcing by not dominating the master leads that's for you mr 45 and uh i hope uh somehow you can take that to heart you think he knows what any of that means no come on well but the thing the thing is this whole book this book is about how to how to live personally and it's also it's it's also some about how to govern you know what i mean Uh uh-huh it talks a lot about you know, um, is it is it possible? Yeah, that you're reading too much into what this book is. No, no, because if you read the whole, <laughs> if you if you read the whole thing, you would under, you would you would see these themes coming uh-huh. throughout. You uh-huh. know what I mean? But I just think that one thing right there, just that one little piece. And by the way, they use the feminine in here as well. They don't just use the masculine pronouns. And Lao Tzu, when he wrote this, uh, there's a 
there's basically a, a word in Chinese that's not gendered. So it works. It, even back then, even this is, you know, way the hell back. This is BC stuff. It says in Wikipedia that the passages are ambiguous. Well, that's because they have meaning. <laughs> no, it says it's ambiguous. You're, a, you're a, applying meaning to them. Well, they're don't, ambiguous. Don't you think that most? Don't you think that most things that contain a lot of wisdom have some ambiguity to them? I mean, some so do, that they but become, not all of them. So that they become, uh, so that they can relate to people in different time periods. <laughs> for God, that's why they last, Nathan. No, okay. The ambiguity builds in space for it to not, for not, it to yeah apply to our present situation as well as to apply to what was happening in ancient China. Well, you know that I mean? is definitely not the case on everything. Well, not everything. But I think this is many things have lasted that have no ambiguity whatsoever. (laughs) That's true. That's Uh, true. For instance, everything Shakespeare ever wrote doesn't have ambiguity. No ambiguity anywhere in there. No ambiguity. There's a lot of there's a lot of poetry. Not a one. But but there's nothing ambiguous. (laughs) But there's a. (laughs) It's a story. I mean, I think a lot of people would argue about there being ambiguity in Shakespeare. The story is there, but there are things that he says that definitely have more than one meaning happening. Well, okay. Yeah. But that's life. Well, this is just conversation. This this is life. Uh, I'm just saying that you're uh, you're applying meaning to it. I mean, how do you you apply more meaning to something that says... I I wasn't listening to what you said. Wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need to prove their point aren't wise. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. This is written in, uh, not maybe not written, but Taoism kind of in part came about in response to Confucianism, which was very, you know, rigid and rules and rituals and all that. And these guys were just tearing it all open. You just died on the microphone. Come on. Come on. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Hang in there, everybody. Go to the women's march. 